One thing that I talk a lot about on this podcast is the balance between self-care and business. And that's because if we don't take care of ourselves, we won't be able to effectively run our businesses. We can't ignore the conversations that happen around being a business owner and how that affects our stress levels and mental health. I've seen firsthand how running a business can put a strain on our mental health and what happens if there's no one to talk to that can help. If you've reached a point where you might be feeling stressed, anxious, depressed, or overwhelmed, then my sponsor, BetterHelp, is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You can talk to your therapist in a private, online environment at your own convenience. And with a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network, you can find access to help that may not otherwise be available in your area and request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs and get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Schedule secure video and phone sessions Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash strategy. That's BetterHelp.com slash strategy. Did you know that the Strategy for Creatives Business Minus the Bullshit podcast is proudly part of the Boundless Audio Podcast Network? It's your one-stop destination for incredible shows led by incredible women. At the Boundless Audio Podcast Network, we believe in the power of diverse voices. That's why we're dedicated to amplifying the voices of women, especially those from marginalized communities like women of color, LGBTQ plus individuals, and other underrepresented groups. With over 20 captivating shows, you'll discover a world of thought-provoking conversations, fascinating storytelling, and enlightening discussions. Our network is a vibrant tapestry of unique perspectives, giving voice to experiences that deserve to be heard. Whether you're passionate about personal development, entrepreneurship, social justice, or even just looking for some good old-fashioned entertainment, the Balanced Audio Podcast Network has got you covered. We've carefully curated an array of shows, each with its own style, insights, and wisdoms to share. From Are You Free for Coffee to Umami Conversations, we have something for every taste, every interest, and every desire to grow, learn, and connect with the incredible women leading these shows. Just head over to BalanceAudioNetwork.com and dive into a treasure trove of shows that will challenge, inspire, and entertain you. Remember, the power of a single voice can change the world, but the collective power of diverse voices can move mountains. Let's support these amazing women and join the movement to create a more inclusive podcasting landscape. Once again, that's BoundlessAudioNetwork.com. Get ready to be captivated, entertained, and amazed. Together, let's celebrate and uplift the voices of women who are changing the game. Welcome to Strategy for Creatives, business minus the bullshit. Whether you're new in business or find yourself in a season of change, get ready to build a strategy, create an action plan, and crush those goals. I'm Sasha, host of Strategy for Creatives, and I help female-led businesses grow their brands in authentic, measurable, and meaningful ways without the stress. There's no sugar coating here. I'm serving up real tips and actionable steps you can take to help get you organized, get off the path to burnout, and grow your brand like a boss. So go ahead, pull up a chair, grab a notepad, 
and let's talk business. Welcome to Strategy for Creatives Business. Minus the bullshit. I, of course, am your host, Sasha. And today we are going to be talking about purpose. So many of us start businesses because we want to have a bigger purpose than maybe what our nine to five is offering, or maybe we want to do something completely different um, than what we have the chance to do. And so a lot of us use business to kind of fulfill that. And I I don't really, sometimes I don't know what the purpose in my business is um, other than a creative outlet for me, but I thought this would be a really good conversation to have. So to have this conversation with me, I am talking to Catherine, who is a transformational life and business coach, and she focuses on empowering individuals, entrepreneurs, and businesses to lead with purpose to prosper. She also hosts the podcast Fearless Future with Catherine McCourt, and she's published in blogs, magazines. And she has guest spots on other shows as well. She has um, a degree in marketing and in sociology. And she's a certified transformational coach. Excuse me. So, Catherine, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, Sasha. I'm really excited to be on the show today. Thanks. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you. I'm excited to have this conversation because I think a lot of people start businesses and they do have a greater purpose in mind when they want to start a business. They they might not be fulfilled in some area of their life or they have some some place where they want to make change. Um, I don't know if I'm necessarily one of those people. Uh, yeah. I started business as a creative outlet and then it was like, this makes me extra money. And so, so now I feel like I have a little bit more of a purpose because I do like helping creative women um, grow their businesses and, and the freedom that financially businesses can give to women. But I wanted to ask you, I guess, first, like, what does that mean to you to have a purpose driven business? Or like, how does that align for you? Um, It's kind of exactly what you described is like you, you know, people start a business from a place of either it's something they need fulfillment for themselves, or they've discovered something over their, you know, journey in their life. And they're like, wow, this has been amazing and a life changer. And I want to bring this to other people. So for myself, purpose really is about, you know, aligning values and beliefs. That's kind of the traditional um, definition of what purpose is. But purpose in your business really can mean many things. Um, but it definitely stems from that place of why are you creating this? What is it that it brings others? But also what does it bring for you and yourself? That's really truly what um, the foundational piece, I believe, of any business is, is what is the purpose? What is the why behind why you're doing this? And what does it bring others and yourself? Do you think that businesses are more successful when they have a purpose behind it? Because I've listened to a lot of uh, businessy podcasts and some people are just, you know, they saw they saw uh, an area that needed to be filled and they decided that, you know, oh, I can do this and I can make money doing it. And it wasn't necessarily something that, you know, they were like called to or super passionate about. They just happened to like, oh, I, you know, these people need X, Y, and Z. I can do that and then I can make money from it. So do you, do you think that you are more successful if there's like more of a why behind why you're doing your business? A hundred percent I do. And the only reason I say this is because I myself worked for a brand for just over 10 years that had purpose behind it. And you could see the difference of that compared to other companies that I used to work with in a sales and business development capacity, just to to make that clear. Um, 
the conversation is very different when you come from a place of clear purpose of why it is that, you know, you should be partnering together or why that connection exists. It's a much easier conversation and a more holistic and organic natural way of selling than um, just pushing your product or service onto people. So yeah, 100%. I would even say that there are many studies, so people can definitely do search online. And there are many studies that show that about 29 to 30% of businesses that really align well with their purpose and use that to help market and connect with their partners and clients and customers um, tend to have a higher revenue opportunity than those that don't. I think that makes a lot of sense because people, especially nowadays, they want to feel connected to the people that they're spending money on. And it's easier to feel connected when the person behind the business or the people behind the business, you can tell like they really believe in whatever it is that they're selling or pitching. Like they know that, you know, whatever their story is, you know, why they started this, what, why they're doing what they're doing. It's just, it's easier to build that connection and Yes. Turn sales. <laughs> yes. And it's also, I mean, if you look at the flip side, you know, a lot of businesses fear losing their business, meaning fearing losing certain clients or any client, right? Once they have connected with them. But the purpose piece is usually what keeps them connected. And when a time comes when a competitor steps into play or someone else, you know, has the shiny new thing, um, if there's a deeper connection with your clients or partners, it takes them a little longer to assess that decision rather than just jumping ship because something shiny and new and, and expensive. <laughs> <laughs> They're more likely to say, oh, I'll think about like not leaving and instead of just saying, yes. oh, this looks better. <laughs> yes, exactly. So how do you how do you say that we go about aligning our purpose within our business? Because like I said, for me, it took a while to figure out why my business, why I wanted to do what my business was. And mm -hmm. when I first started, my business it was very different. I used to do primarily wedding stationery. Um, mm -hmm. And I was, I was good at it. Like I, I liked making connections with wedding planners and I liked creating these beautiful designs that people could use, you know, on their big day. Um, but I, I wouldn't say it was necessary. Like that was my, you know, my purpose was to like make weddings beautiful or anything like that. Like right. once I became I, I transitioned my business into business strategy that for me, I find more purpose in it because I am helping women build their businesses. And um, I always say like the financial freedom that comes when women have money to make choices is a really big reason why I want women mm. to be successful in business. So how do you kind of align your purpose in your business, especially if you don't know what it is? <laughs> yeah, for sure. And that's a big one. And a lot of the reason why people come to work with me is because they're like, look, I have these ideas or I'm doing something right now. It doesn't feel as fulfilling. Um, what can I be doing better? And it, the the foundation of even my business is to help people live with more intention, find more purpose. Um, but you you kind of described exactly what happens to a lot of people is we fall into <laughs> things, right? Um, whether it's our education took us there or someone said, hey, you should work for this company or you'd be great doing this. And we fall into it. And then over time, maybe we find out that there's some parts we enjoy about it, but maybe things aren't, aren't really working. So it's more about finding clarity within yourself first. Um, so you sort of hit the nail on the 
head and saying like you started to find purpose by doing this other thing, which was helping other women create financial, maybe financial freedom, um, but revenue for themselves, but in a creative way that fueled you. So sometimes your actual purpose may not be the full purpose behind the business. Mm. Um, but the reason that you're doing the business um, becomes the purpose. That makes much more sense when I think about it, because even when I transitioned to doing business strategy, it was kind of like, I know I can help people. Like, I know I can help women. Yeah. I know what I'm talking about when it comes to that. But it's like, there wasn't, it took a while for my why to get connected. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So as an example, like for myself being a coach, coaching isn't necessarily my why. Yeah. The why behind my coaching. So coaching is a platform and a way for me to express my why. And my why is really about helping people live with deeper intention. Yeah. Um, which leads to fulfillment. It inspires people. Even in business, you know, if there's more intention behind the business that you have, then more people are wanting to be connected to that because it gives them a reason to connect with you at a deeper level than just, oh, I think this is cool because you know what? Tomorrow someone's going to create something else that's cool too. Yeah. Yeah. I like that because I mean, that is outside of the financial aspect. That's another big reason why I personally like to do what I do because I'm a big believer in like work-life boundaries. And even when we have our own businesses, like we shouldn't, shouldn't take all of our time. Like, we create yes. businesses to have lives and to enjoy our family and our friends and to, you know, maybe have a little money where we can go on vacations or do the whatever it is that we love to do. And I, yes. I want people to experience that, right? Like I want people to know, like, you don't have to be in your business 24 seven in order for right. it to be successful. Like you are allowed to create a business that works for you. And I think like, that's, that's my bigger reason for doing what I do in my business. It's, it's like, yeah. It, having a business gives you financial freedom, but it all like, it gives you freedom. Like it gives you choices that you could do things in your life differently. Yeah. And you know, it's kind of sad. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm an example of it and maybe this is partly how I ended up where I am too, but I was someone who always, always wanted to start a business from the time that I was even in my late teens. I think I was always like, I'm going to have my own business one day, but <laughs> I, I did the traditional route. You know, I worked for companies and that was great because I learned a ton of course, you know, you learn one thing, which is textbook in school, but when yep. you actually apply it in the real world, you're like, wow, this is so different. <laughs> um, so I think, yeah, I, I followed kind of that traditional path and always, always wanted to start my own thing, but I just never really knew how. And I, like, I've written a ton of business plans that just sit there be, and I'll tell friends about it or family and they're like, this is so cool, you should do it. But I never really knew how to like catapult it into anything. And also, you know, you do have people around you that care about you, like your family and your friends that say, you sure you want to do that? Like working for yourself is twenty four seven compared to a nine to five. But honestly, you're right. It's about figuring out and being resourceful and understanding that people have done this and created very successful businesses with productivity, meaning yep. they set the right boundaries. They don't kill themselves doing it. It's kind of sad that there are a lot of people that started something that they probably would have done really well with, but they couldn't resource or find the right tools or people to help mentor them um, to get to where they wanted to be. And um, yeah, I bet there's a lot of unfinished businesses yeah. that exist out there that would have been great for people, but um, they've burnt themselves out. And that's part of like what I help 
clients do is, you know, not only build that foundational piece to your business, but how do we make sure that it's done in a way that doesn't burn you out? You don't get fried. You know, we, we build it in a way that resonates with who you are and how you naturally work. Although there are systems that are proven that will, will come into play that you, you, I hate saying you should do this, but it's like, (laughs) these are the things that are proven that could, you know, change the dynamic of your business, but you have to make it work for you because if it doesn't naturally flow with you, I'm sure you guys have heard of the flow. I'm really big on that. Your energy. If it doesn't naturally flow for you, then you're either A, going to burn out or you're going to feel it's redundant and you're not going to want to keep doing it. And consistency is a really big key to any business um, or marketing messaging. Yeah. Um, and so, yes, so the key too is about finding ways that yes, have worked for other people, but how can you spin them in a way that that work for you sustainably? I'm just nodding my head at everything you're saying. (laughs) It's something that I preach all the time. I mean, I get a lot of my clients who are at that burnout stage and it's because they, they, you know, they don't really have someone who, who can help them see like, just because, you know, people say this is how you should do business. Like, does this make sense with how you want to do business? Like, does it make sense for where you are in your life or how you want your life to be? You know, I have, I have a five-year-old son. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna work 24 seven when, when we're done recording this, I have to take him to gymnastics practice. And then we have t-ball practice tonight, you know, so I have to make sure that I'm working with the limited number of hours that I have so I can still show up for him and still be a good wife and still take time for myself. But so many people, especially women, because we already do too much, but we have this idea that, you know, if we're not working a certain way, then we're not doing it right. It's it's not the right way to do business. Yes. And there's another culprit in here too. And people are trying to start their own thing that if they don't feel they're working hard enough and it feels easy, they feel like they're not doing the right thing. And yeah. sometimes easy is actually the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, I would be like, business isn't I don't like the term like business is hard. Business is work. Like it is a lot of work, but it doesn't necessarily have to be hard. Like if you're feeling like you're always running up against a wall and, you know, there's always these impediments in your way, there's probably a different way that you could be doing something that works a lot better for you than what you're doing. And this is the the thing, like, I think um, generationally, you know, times have changed where I think in my generation, which I'm not going (laughs) to necessarily share how old I am, but... You know, I've lived a bit. And um, in my generation, it was really about like, let's find some of the things that would be challenging for you or some of the things to help you grow. And it was a lot of focus on that where now I think generationally, we've spun it into no go with your strengths and just don't worry. Like if you are not great at ABC, and you're amazing at DEF, do DEF, like, do not worry. (laughs) Um, you are going to make it. You don't have to always challenge yourself. Things don't always have to feel like you're on an uphill battle to get yeah. there. Um, that, you know, again, that flow thing, like if something's flowing for you, let me tell you, energy breeds energy. That's a yeah. big thing that I always say to clients and, and others. And um, the more energy, positive energy that you build and the momentum that you build with your flow, meaning how you naturally work. And if it's working, keep doing that because I guarantee you things will start flowing to you. 
I I am a big proponent of zone of geniuses. Like if mm. if if you're ABC and DEF yes. sucks, like hire someone to do yes. DEF. <laughs> There's because then you'll you just you won't be in that flow and you you will feel like you're bogged down and that it starts to get stressful and that's when it starts to get hard when you're working outside mm. of areas that um you don't necessarily jive with or you don't understand or you feel like it's a constant battle, then that's when business becomes difficult. Whereas if you are working within that area, probably, you know, where you're most aligned with, what your purpose is for doing it, where if you're creative, you know, whatever that means, then that's when it becomes still work, but easy. That's when, you know, you enjoy Mm -hmm. what you're doing versus just like, again, feeling like you're running up against the brick wall half the time. Yes. And if you are inspired, like to bring it back to this purpose piece, if you really understand what this means to you, the why for you and the why in your business and what it means to others, then you will already have the motivation built in naturally to what's happening. And yeah, I mean, don't get us wrong. Work, it it takes a lot of work to get any business started. It doesn't matter whether it's a purely online business or, you know, something that you're physically involved in. Um, it will always take work, but there are ways that you can find to ease some of the stress of it, some of the, you know, that banging your head against the wall, if I could say. I, I know that we all do this as business owners at some point, and it's natural, but it's like life too, right? Life is never going to be simple and easy 100% of the time. It ebbs and flows, and so does building your business. But to your point, Sasha is like, absolutely find the things that maybe you struggle doing. They don't motivate you. They drain your energy and see if there's others that either have a better way of doing it or a better approach. Or if you can afford it, then can you hire someone even on, you know, once a month to help you with that task or something just to help you um, continue to keep the pulse on it? But allow you yourself to give your genius to the other parts of the business that's that's yeah. require, requiring that. I think the same way that you mentioned, like when you have a business that's rooted in your purpose, you know, when you said you used to work for places, it was mm. much better working for them when they when they had a very purpose driven business. Yes. The same way that it attracts people client wise and it can make a sales. I think it works too when you're trying to build up teams or outsource to people because uh, a lot of the things that drive us in business, a lot of the reasons why we have businesses and our purposes behind them, other people can relate to. And they might be able to do something completely different that you need help with in your business. And they will be driven and really mesh well with you because they're like, oh, you know, the mission of what your business, I really get behind. Like, I really like enjoy that you're trying to help X, Y, and Z or that, you know, this is what you're called to do. And I want to help you with that. And this is how I can help you with that. So not only Mm -hmm. does it help you find people who will buy from you, but it also helps you find people who will want to work with you in your business. Yes, totally. I think, you know, the more that you can open a conversation with a prospect or even in your prospecting, is do it in a place a lot of people talk about like, oh, I hate sales. I mean, there are a lot of people that start businesses that A, don't have a business background. So you don't have to have a business background to start a business. You don't even have to know what sales are or how to do them, even though people say, oh my God, like, how could you do that? But there are resources (laughs) and people, you know, like myself and like you, Sasha, out there to help individuals do this. Um, but I would, one of the I would big, say like 90% of people who have, who started businesses have no idea how to sell to people. 
yeah, it's really a tough, tough thing to do because sales traditionally was like, I'm going to manipulate you to buy what I have. Right. The old saying of like you, if you you can sell ice to an Eskimo, like you're convincing someone to buy something, whether they need it or not. But times have changed and, you know, consumers have changed. Businesses have changed in terms of who they want to do business with or customers now are way more educated on or maybe it's not even the word educated, but they're way more resourceful. Yeah. Um, to dive in and and know like, do I really want to be loyal with this company or align myself with this company? Um or brands, you know, like they they become more resourceful because there's more information available to them, which is great. But that just makes it harder for businesses then to or it makes it harder for them to say, okay, what is our clear, clear message of who we're attracting here? And that's kind of what it comes down to. Because once you're clear on who your who your ideal client is, what is the proposition for them, not in a manipulative way, but what is it that they get out of it? And what's the connection that you're building and why you're doing it is be, kind of takes that sales taste out of the whole yeah. Game, it, and it just becomes talking. a conversation. Yeah. Exactly. You're just you're just having more of a like, oh, I understand this is where you struggle with or this is what you need help with. And I've probably been there too. And this is why it's important for me to help people, you know, who are in that position. So it's not manipulative sales. It's it's more of like, nope, I'm right there with you. I've been right there with you. Like, here's right. how I help versus, you know, ice to Eskimo type thing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they, there's a whole other side of this, which is, you know, some business find themselves with partners and really strong partners, meaning partners that have, you know, um, allowed them to keep the ship afloat for a long time. But they're the most challenging and difficult relationships that exist. And they're, they often shake their head and go, well, we're getting great revenue from them. But why are we dealing with them? Yeah. They're the hardest people to deal with. And sometimes that comes from a place of like, you just took whatever deal came your way rather yep. than went after exactly what it is that would stay with you long term that had the right alignment on the values or the beliefs or the the why, that purpose piece, um, which makes business not easier, but with more alignment, better decisions can be made to build opportunity. I was going to say it helps you choose better. It helps you. You can look very easily like do I want to work with this business or like do I want to have this client yes or no like it 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 just makes those types of decisions easier when you have your purpose kind of at the forefront of of your business decision making early early on in my career I had um kind of a mentor and it was in the finance industry actually and he had said to me one day he said you know Catherine one piece of advice that I could give that hopefully you will take for and th- consider forever throughout your career if you stay in sales. He's like, um, think about who you would, who you really enjoy having dinner with versus who you don't. And if you don't see that you could have a great dinner with somebody, chances are you won't want to do business with them. And I was always <laughs> like, wow, that's harsh. But over time, you start realizing um, you can pinpoint almost from conversation one who's going to be your most challenging client. And it's not to say don't work with them because that's life and this is, you know, business and what you do. Sometimes it makes sense, but there are ways that you can improve um, the connection with those people over time. But certainly that's a good place to start when you're first, first starting out in sales is like, choose the people that 
you enjoy being around because you're going to spend a lot of time talking with them and a lot of, um, you know, events or things like that, or even taking them to dinner. So I, I love that. My husband always says, uh, not all money is good money. And that I think yeah. it speaks to the same thing. Like you don't necessarily want to just do business with everyone. Do, do you want to sit and have a conversation with this person over and over and over again? And if not, if you like dread having to speak to this person, you probably don't need to be doing business. with them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I wanted to ask you quickly, you have a purpose to profit program. And so I just wanted to kind of just know what that is and a little bit more about it. Thank you. Yes. Um, so purpose to profit came from a place of wanting to help burnt out sales representatives, account managers, people in business development, um, really be able to find a way to work from a place of purpose that was, um, creating more of, like I was saying before, a holistic or organic um, point of conversation with their clients um, or customers. And so the Purpose to Profit program really helps, A, with work-life balance, helps sales reps build better communication, um, helps you build strategies that work for your specific clientele. Um you know, or customers. So what is it? How can we create a better conversation for that type of client or target market that you're going after? Um, so it really is kind of a holistic program. I like the word holistic because it takes into consideration. I, I talk a lot about transformation, business and wellness. Yeah. And that's really the, the three pillars of my business. So we look at what needs to transform, what has to make sense in business for you and your business. And then what's the wellness piece to make sure that you're taken care of and can set the right boundaries um, and work as efficiently as possible that you can um, in your business. I like so, those three pillars because I think especially the uh, wellness part gets left out a lot in people's business. A hundred percent. Yeah. And, you know, to be honest, like um, just starting out, sales is tough, um, especially if you're someone that doesn't uh, or hasn't been in sales before it's always very tough to get your product going um, or service depending on what it is um, but even the most seasoned salespeople struggle to find new ways to communicate new approaches yeah. new strategies but the other thing is too is that there are a lot of people that get um you know salespeople are kind of the working horse um well they're i mean operations teams are working horses too so don't get me wrong <laughs> but sales are, you know, it's always like, oh, you, you achieve this. Great. What can we achieve? You know, 10% more, more, 20% more. <laughs> it's always like more and more and more. But what happens is salespeople, the insurance companies that will always say that the sales teams are one of the most expensive teams because they burn out very quickly. Yeah. They're not well taken care of. Um, so if I can help people start their business um, or build a sales team that already has these things instilled, those three pillars, um, they will have a more sustainable career or more sustainable sales strategy or approach um, to their business. That's awesome. Yeah, I think that especially for sales driven, that makes a lot of sense because that is, I don't envy people who are in sales. It's it's a tough, it's a tough job and it, sometimes very little reward it can feel like. And if you're not yeah. at a place where you have kind of that um you know, where you're not thinking about how to not burn out and 
and you're not always being pushed for more sales and more sales and more sales <laughs> like that. That's just challenging to have to deal with. So I, I'm happy that there's someone like yourself who is thinking about people like that. Um, Thank you. Yeah. So if people want to learn more about you, Catherine, and kind of and your your program, where can they find you at? My website is CatherineMcCourt.com. And you can just click work with me and it will say signature programs and the purpose to profit is in the signature programs. Or you can look at the coaching one and go into create, which is everything about business and um, helping people, whether they're a business leader working for another organization or if they're an entrepreneur or budding entrepreneur, there's information there too. Cool. I will make sure to put all of that in the show notes for everyone. And thank you so much for having this conversation with me. I think you made me work through this whole conversation. I was working through like, why do I do my business? <laughs> and so, so cool. <laughs> well, thank you. Know, you so I, I always, I know the reason, but I don't, uh, I don't articulate it as much, at least on a personal level. I, I think I do a really good job of telling other people why. Um, but I, I, very rarely like to look inward and be like, what is the reason why I want to continue to do this? So thank yeah. you. <laughs> You're welcome. You know, I, I do think if I could just say this last point, like I do think a lot of people who start a business and it's about a product or a specific service, but their why doesn't, it's not that it doesn't articulate. So for example, like you were saying, you want, you help creatives build their strategies for their business, but the, why behind it is you want to help women also find revenue opportunity and financial freedom. So you probably feel like you talk more about, well, here's the strategies that I can help you with rather than <laughs> what this is going to actually be for you, which is the why piece. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that that's normal. A lot of us do that. Yeah. I don't talk most about like why specifically I want to do it, but rather like what they get out of it. So yeah, it made me think more about what, why it is I do what I do. So thank you for that. And thank you so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Sasha. It was great to meet you. Thanks so much for the time. Happening next week on the Strategy for Creatives podcast, I'm talking to Mandy, the founder of the Fierce Social Society and host of the Fierce Social podcast. Her mission is to teach female business owners how to use social media and we'll be talking about content that converts. So don't forget to tune in next Tuesday to catch the episode. Thanks for tuning in to the latest episode of the Strategy for Creatives podcast. I hope you enjoyed the insightful discussion and hopefully found valuable tips that you can put in your business today. If you found the podcast helpful, I'd love it if you take a moment to rate and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback helps me make a better show and reach more listeners like you. And don't forget to share the podcast with your favorite business owner who could benefit from the strategies and insights I share on the show. New episodes come out every Tuesday, so make sure to subscribe and stay up to date with the latest trends and techniques for growing your creative business. If you want more, don't forget to join the Strategy for Creatives Facebook group. Or you can follow me on Instagram at Strategy by Sasha. Have a topic suggestion or a question you want to hear answered? Email me at hello at strategybysasha.com. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you next week with another episode of the Strategy for Creatives Business Minus the Bullshit podcast. Part of the Boundless Audio Podcast Network.